welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Let's get it going, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back into the Sports Buffoons. Uh, we have your host here, Mike Settle, along with Tanner Dawson and Jason JG. What's going on, you guys, on a good What's Raider going week? What's going on? What's up, guys? Week? We are ready to get it popping. Get it popping, indeed. All right, we had some tech pitch, by the way. I'm just going to point yes. that out, call it out. Let's be honest real quick. So if you guys follow us on Twitch, you can actually see us live while we're recording. You can see I have a beer in front of me. It is the Evil Twin Brewing Company uh, Molotov Cocktail, the double IPA from them. As well as our Chiefs logo over here of eight and one. Ooh, Tanner, what are you cracking over there? And that is a Diet Dr Pepper, boys and girls. Getting freaking wild. Watch up in this out place. today. <laughs> I know. I went from the highest ABV last week to to the best drink ever, Dr Pepper. So. Yeah, I guess you're gonna say goodbye to that all night bender that you had the other day, right, Tanner? Hey, last night, ping pong night. We all know how that goes. Sometimes two a.m. later. That's true. We've had a lot of it. 2 a.m. <laughs> ping pong nights on Tuesdays over at Limitless Brewing Company that turn into after parties. That happens quite frequently. Um, so anyways, you guys, uh, as far as uh, for coming up on the show, we have a little bit to talk about as far as the Chiefs go. We got some barbecue discussion um, as well as a little Vegas as well, considering the Chiefs are playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, so guys, whenever the Chiefs beat the Raiders, I think each player should take a turn riding war paint around the stadium for a victory lap. Do you think that's fair after what the Raiders did, riding the bus around Arrowhead after their victory? Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I mean, they got they got to figure out something. And this is obviously we all know this is a revenge game for the Chiefs, and but we need to do more than just win the game. We need to uh, take it to a whole nother level. So just I'll be interested to see what they come up with. Yeah, no, uh, we should walk out of the stadium, get on our bus or plane, and go home and get ready for the next game. We are not going down to the Raiders level of this. This is not our Super Bowl. This is just a measly team who got lucky last time. Actually, yeah, I agree with you, Tanner, and that's also me no. with Warpaint. Warpaint doesn't want to be walking on pavement. Yeah, why would Warpaint? I mean, I mean there is a Chiefs flag underneath that stadium, thanks right. to one of the guys. But why would we bother wasting our time with the Raiders? I'm sorry. Why? Why bother? Right. It's another team. You know, the Raiders. They're six and three. Chiefs are eight and one. So they're actually two. Only two games behind us. They are it's actually on crazy. top of the division too, because they're undefeated in the division technically. Yeah, they're undefeated in the division. I mean, they've won their last three games now. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not gonna. Let's be real. That schedule coming up for them. The Chiefs are gonna ruin it. Like they're not gonna be consistent. Yeah. Another funny little thing there, by the way. Even though they're six and three, they've got 255 points forced and 241 points allowed. So that tells you that point differential is only 14 points. So they've been winning their games, but it's not by very much typically. No. And uh, no. so it's obviously a team who's playing well because I think they have some talent with like Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr's been off and on okay. So um, yeah. that's one of those things where I think that the the Chiefs in general are ready to roll. I think Andy Reid this week made it well known that he was he's ready i mean he during his interview this week during the interviews mm-hmm. throughout the week he made it well known as far as his thoughts on the raiders driving around the bus around the stadium you can just tell by the way his, his mannerisms acted and then also what do you guys think of john gruden's response when asked about it as well i thought when john gruden was asked about that 
he he really kind of snarky about it almost. It's all it's, about the bus oh, it was all about the bus driver <laughs> having some kind of an attitude or you know making some kind of like little smart ass comment is essentially what he said. Um, John Gruden wasn't also still your choice to react to that smart ass comment. So whatever it was the bus driver said that affected you that much to where you felt like you had to you know just own up to it. Just be like, yeah, we wanted to rub it in their faces a little bit. I would respect you way more for that. What do you guys think about this, Jason? Well, here's the thing. All you need to know about John Gruden is that the guy has a 10-year contract, so he can basically do whatever the hell he wants. And he can say whatever he wants. He doesn't have to wear a mask, and he doesn't even care if he gets fined. But as far as the game is concerned, uh, right now the Chiefs are minus 7, and I will tell you that Kansas City is 15-3 and against the spread in their last 18 games. So I do fully expect the Chiefs to cover the spread in this game. Uh, Kansas City, 31.8 points per game. They're the number two offense. Las Vegas, on the other hand, is 28.3 points per game. They're the number eight offense right now. And on the defensive side, we have the Chiefs surrendering uh, 20.3 points per game. That's the number six defense in the NFL right now. Las Vegas, they are surrendering 26.8 points per game. They are the number 19 defense as far as points. Uh, but this, this all comes down to the fact that we are in a revenge game, guys. And not only are we in a revenge game, it's coming after an Andy Reid bye week. And so we already talked about the victory lap that the Raiders took around Arrowhead Stadium after the last game. But... Andy Reid is 18-3 and three after a bye week, and he covers the spread about 70% of the time in those games. And so I fully expect the, the Chiefs to take care of business in this game. My biggest issue for the Raiders is that they are the 25th-ranked pass defense, and so Patrick Mahomes can and will torch them in this game. Las Vegas gives up. 265 yards per game. However, that number actually goes up to 300 yards per game uh, when they play at home, and that's because they play in a dome. And so I don't, I don't really have too many issues with the Chiefs right now outside of their uh, offensive line. You know, Mitchell Schwartz, he's not going to play in this game. And so when you look at their first meeting, uh, Mahomes got sacked three times in that game. So that's a little bit of concern there. And the other important factor is that Mahomes only has one interception in the whole season. I know that's that's unbelievable to be able to say that. He's only got one pick the whole year. But that one pick came against the Raiders. And so the Raiders probably have a little bit of confidence coming into this game based on their defensive performance in their first meeting. And so I do believe the Raiders are going to try to make it difficult for Mahomes to operate. However, in this game, they will not be successful like they were the last time around. So I definitely have the Chiefs winning here and covering that minus seven spread. Hey, Jason, real quick here. You mentioned the biggest key for the or the biggest trouble for the Chiefs right now. It's that offensive line. Do you feel like that is really a true worrisome right now with Schwartz and possibly Fisher out? come this weekend? Like I said, I don't have any major issues in this game for the Chiefs. It's just like when I when I look at the result from the last game, I just I see the fact that they were not able to protect Mahomes 
And so, you know, I believe the Chiefs are going to win the game and it's not going to be that big of a problem. I'm just trying to go over like the biggest issue for both teams. And so with Mitchell Schwartz being out, you know, it's a slight concern, but it's not like a a major concern for me. I think the biggest thing, too, that we've seen this year is that Andy Reid and Beach have done a hell of a job on depth on that line with Remmers, Kilgore. Like, they actually have pieces that can fill in. So, I don't know. I I, I do agree with you, though, because missing at least one piece of shorts, if not Fisher as well on the other side, could be hurtful even with our, our depth in mind. Yeah, I mean, you, you got, you've got guys coming back from COVID-19, and that's going to help to get those guys back on the offensive line. But, you know, it also helps when you have cohesion. You know, these guys on the offensive line, they need to play together with each other every single week to have cohesion. And so you got guys coming in the lineup and going out because of COVID-19. And so, you know, like I said, it's a minor concern that I don't think is going to – by any means, lose them the game. It's just something to keep an eye on as we watch this game. Yep. So with the Raiders, guys, right? It is Raider week. We got the Raiders. But, man, have they struggled with COVID every week almost? Does it not feel that way? Well, especially lately. Right. I mean, this 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 on Wednesday here, um, they had seven <laughs> new players defensively. Correct. Just on the defense alone, test positive. Or not test positive, but they're on the COVID list. So, I mean, it's one of those weird things now with the NFL where you don't no longer have to test positive. Now they put you on this kind of reserve list when you've been potentially exposed. So, and, and, key and guys you can also too. come back like a day or two later. So. so, key guys, key playmakers that they have, Jonathan Abram is put on this list. You got guys like on the defensive uh, line there, Jonathan, Hank, uh, yeah, Jonathan Hankins on that list. And then cornerback uh, Isaiah Johnson who's actually been kind of decent for them. So Yeah, and also they have two defensive linemen on there. It's also Malik yes. Collins as well. So That's right. Both of those guys. And then you got also uh, Farrell, Cleo uh, Farrell. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he's, he's He's been producing, so he's on the list as well. LaMarcus Joyner. Like, this is a lot of defensive guys that are potentially going to be out on this matchup, which makes it more for Mahomes to cover that spread that Jason talked about. So, I don't know. It's... I got not very worried about it. If this is the case, this is this is the case. The Chiefs should win easy. This is like playing the Jets without all like some of the good players. Playing yeah. the Jets. Wow. So you're comparing this, now this you're now comparing the Raiders to the Jets at this point. Wow. That's I mean that's big yeah. talk, man. Or six and three. Jonathan Abram. He he he's the key to that defense. If he's out, yeah. That that defense isn't doing nothing. I agree. Uh, definitely has the potential to be a blowout, but you just never know with these kind of divisional games, and that's why I just said, you know, they're going to cover the spread, but we don't know if it's going to be a blowout or if they're going to win the game by 10. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, we did score, the Chiefs did score 32 points on them in the first game. We allowed 40, so my big thing is not so much what the Chiefs can do to them offensive to defensive, but more so how do the Chiefs stop the Raiders' offense because – Josh Jacobs did a damn good job running all over yeah, the Chiefs did. the previous time. What's going to be different this time? You we think? still struggle with the run too. To this day, run still gets to us for some reason. Uh, Legarius Sneed comes back, I believe, this week. He's going to be a huge impact on that uh, rotation in the secondary because he was coming up and he was hitting people in the mouth when he was playing. So I'm looking forward to him. Looking forward to Matthew continuing and Hitchens, guys. Did you know Hitchens? I believe, if I read this right, is in the top five linebackers of the league right now. 
And what, tackles? I think it's tackles. I was going to say, he's he's an okay player. Uh, he's not really impactful. He, he doesn't really do a whole lot. He's He's been like a silent impact for our defense, who's actually performed really well this year so far. So, I mean, that's there's something there too, right? Uh, will, let me ask you this. Willie Gay, is he going to get a start again? Yeah, I think Willie Gay has already made an impact on the team, and I think that mm-hmm. it's been a slow progression for him. And so I think it's one of those things with Willie Gay that – We've seen in small spurts here and there where he's making plays uh, in coverage. He's making plays on those shallow underneath routes where he's coming up and making a big hit or even swatting down passes. So, uh, so far we've seen him make plays sideline to sideline. I would like to eventually see him make more plays, you know, stopping the, in the backfield, stopping the run game. But I think he's a guy who's showing off his athletic ability. As we all know, he's a great athlete. And I think that's the only thing that's holding him back so far is I think the team didn't fully trust him, uh, his instincts. I think the instincts come into big play with Willie Gay. And as much as people adore him for his athletic ability, that I think that the team still was wanting to be patient. And now we're slowly seeing Willie Gay be unleashed on other teams with our defense, getting more involved with the starters as well. I think this is a game in particular that we will see him involved again, you know, hopefully 50%, 60% of snaps. That would be really good for him because I think he's on the right trajectory of becoming a really good piece of the Chiefs defense going forward down the stretch of the season and going into the playoffs. So you, you guys a believer in Willie Gay? Yes, I am a believer in Willie Gay. He has been very impressive with the start. So, yes, I'm a full believer of him right now. Yeah, I love him. I mean, I think he's a great athlete, and I think uh, the Chiefs are going to get the – they're going to get the best out of him. I mean, I know he what a lot of teams weren't very high out of, on him coming out of the draft, but he's such a great athlete that I think I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Bless you. That was a uh, sneeze. That was a big was sneeze. Yeah, we'll go with that. So, Can quick. you go take a test real quick, Mike? Just let him take a test, guys. $80, so park mall. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. We don't have time for that. Uh, Mike, uh Mike and Jason, actually, both. Taco Charlton is having surgery on his fractured ankle. Uh, what does this mean for the D-line coming into play? Well, we actually have a lot of depth on the defensive line, Does this Tanner. make a huge impact, though, on our line at all? A at, huge impact? Any, no. By any means? No, I'm sorry, but no. Taco is a good piece. He's a good addition, but he's not the end-all, be-all. He's not going to make a difference of whether we do one thing or the other. We have Tano Passanio. We have Frank Clark. Uh, Mike Dana is returned. Mike yes. Dano's back. Okaford? Is he even in the mix? No, not really as much as he could be, I suppose. Um, but no, Taco's a good player, but he's also not necessarily our end-all, be-all of the defensive line. Our defensive line is not based around those defensive ends being impactful. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, I love Taco, only because his name is just fun to say. <laughs> uh, I like Taco. That's a great name, but Tuesday, that's right? not going to be the difference maker when you're talking about, oh, do we win a Super Bowl or do we not win the Super Bowl? I, I don't think that's that's going to make a difference. And so, yeah, I mean, the, he's going to be missed for sure, but, I mean, I don't think he's going to make us or break us. Okay, one more guy real quick. Sammy Watkins. Is he coming back? No, he is not coming. He's not back coming back. I think I believe we, we are going can't. to just save him. We yeah. need to save him for the I'm playoffs. Okay Correct. I mean, we saw last year in the playoffs how much he stood out and made plays yeah. throughout the the game against the Texans, game against the Titans, and then the Super Bowl. Sammy Watkins was on the playoffs. 
Let's just keep on hold them, keep them healthy and all that, and then unleash them in the playoffs. I'm okay yeah. with that too. So we need to put them in the the bubble wrap, as they say. Just keep yeah. them in the bubble wrap, he's, and we'll have them ready. He's a little fragile, but when he's on the field, he's phenomenal. So Definitely. admit that. Now, Jason, I loved your statistics. By the way, you had a lot of stats that you said uh, on the, on the, the Chiefs Raiders game and the percentages and the spread and stuff like that. Being 18 and three off the board, that's awesome. Um, so now that we kind of have our, our opinion about the Chiefs Raiders game, and I will be actually in Las Vegas um, for the game tomorrow. Is when I get there. Actually, is when I land. Uh, but I will be staying throughout the game as well. They do not allow fans at the stadium, so unfortunately, I will not be going to the game. But I will be beginning to experience the game wearing the Chiefs jersey, wearing my Chiefs apparel all over Las Vegas, and enjoying it have that way. Have you decided your game day? outfit yet well game day outfits always my patrick mahomes jersey that's fair jason jg right here is wearing a patrick mahomes t-shirt right now as we speak right now so he's already prepared for this wearing his patrick mahomes gear um i'm not sure where i'm gonna watch it yet though i'm gonna get down there with all the covid going on figure out where to go what's what's gonna be a fun venue for me and my family and friends to hang out at and watch the game but, yeah, I, I plan on dealing with a lot of flack out there from Raider fans <laughs> after their 40-32 to beatdown of the Chiefs, and now they think they're all high and mighty. Raiders fans think that they're going to the Super Bowl, they're the best team. That was the They're delusional because that's their, they're delusional every single year. This is the best year they've had in Tanner. Look, look at me. This is the best year the Raiders have had in over 15 years. We're talking about like seven, Tampa 17, Bay. 17, the Tampa Bay right? was 2002. Tampa so Bay. it's been 18 years since the Raiders have been worth a damn crap. And so now all of a sudden Raider fans are just excited because their team is 6-3 and three and they're winning some games. We got a winning record. Right, exactly. And like, <laughs> oh, yeah, good for you, good for you. And they, they're now they're, they're wanting to you know, talk all kinds of stuff and nonsense, but uh, I'll be ready for it. I'll be wearing my Chiefs stuff in Vegas and ready to handle their flack. So 